0: This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station.
1: This is Raise Your Game, I'm Christine Wong. Trust is absolutely key in the workplace, but some say trust is earned, others claim trust is given. So how do you actually build trust in the workplace? What happens if that trust is broken? And how can organizations better show trust in their employees as well? Today, I'm speaking to Vivin Po, Senior Partner at Nicole and Learning and Engagement Consultant for Leaderonomics, all about building trust. Uh, Let's actually define trust. I know that sounds really uh, baseline, but let's actually talk about your definition of trust and what you actually mean when we're talking about discussing that today.
0: Yeah. Okay. So I look at trust as a confidence that we have in someone or something to deliver a certain outcome. You would trust people um, around you, mm. right? But but you have certain um, level of trust in them in different things. Okay. Right? right. So for example, I trust myself that I would exercise, I would lose weight, right? But I know myself that I'm not being consistent in working out daily, mm-hmm. okay? Uh, or, or I trust my best friend to produce the best artwork because she is she's really good in that, but mm-hmm. I don't trust them with my proposal writing, okay? okay. Yeah, and also I trust my colleague with, with their work-related matters. but I don't trust them with my personal challenges. So there are different people that you trust with, with different things. And also there's a certain level of trust that, that you um give to them or, okay. or you you present to them. So if you see the pattern there, you would notice you would see a difference in strength and weakness.
1: Mm, okay, so I'm just going to pause you right there yeah. because I would love to deep dive. I think we've covered a lot of different uh, yeah. elements of trust. So first of all, to recap, uh, the definition of trust is the confidence in someone or something to deliver a certain outcome. So in the way that you described, right, um, essentially, it's very difficult to trust people uh, to trust a person with everything in your life, just because that requires you to have confidence that they will deliver like the majority of the outcomes that you would expect from them, which is very difficult for a person to do. Right. No one's perfect. Right. So that is interesting, first of all. Um, And then second of all, um, I think we're going into what uh, you've termed sort of like contextual trust to have confidence in people is also to know what they are and aren't capable of. It's not about... I think there is a difference between sort of like blindly trusting someone. Exactly. And also, um, and I think that's sort of where you have to uh, manage expectations a little bit. So in the case of, for example, I mean, I don't trust myself to exercise. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Because look, if if you want to, if you want to define trust as the confidence in someone or something to deliver a certain outcome, I do not trust myself to go to the gym, okay? You know, I have to build that trust in myself. And how do I do that? That would be, I have to develop a routine. I have to develop a plan. Yes. I have to actually yes. go to the gym, you know? Um, yes. There's a lot of right. stuff that goes into that. But right now, would I say that I would trust myself to do that? No, because I don't have the confidence yet because it's not um, pre-established, I think is an interesting term uh, yes. for that, right? That's right. And so, and it's
0: mm-hmm. okay. And it's okay to don't have 100% Um, trust in in everything Mm -hmm. in a certain person because we we are human right we have weakness and we have strength and we can always focus on our strength then you know to to look at our weaknesses so that's why the 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 difference of a trust level in different people or even uh, within ourselves
1: yeah Mm -hmm. so i guess in this context right how do you determine um, what someone's strength is or like what you should be trusting them in, if that makes sense?
0: Mm. Okay, so I look um, at the, um, how, so how do we give our trust or, or or how do we determine the level of confidence we have mm-hmm. in the present, right? So I look at the three things. One is um, depending on the relationship that we have this present, which right. is very known, right? It's, 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 it's very natural that um, you would have more trust in someone you know longer than the person they just met, mm-hmm. right? So that's that. That's first. That's relationship. And secondly, is um, the uh, what they call the credibility. Right. So how, how well do you know this person, even though you don't know this person, so probably by the title or mm. by, you know, by, by someone who, who told you about this person, it kind of like sort of shapes some sort of cred- credibility in, in that person. Mm-hmm. So that would be the second factor. And the third factor is the history of your interaction with this person. Mm. Yeah. How uh, have you worked with this person before? Have you talked to this person before or have you? done the same thing with this person before that you that gives you higher confidence um, to you to go back to this person for certain work or, or certain advice, right. you know,
1: things like that. I would love to break that down, actually. And in a funny way, I would like to uh, reorder them if possible. I think yeah, sure. credibility is actually the thing that you start with, because I think a lot of credibility is whether or not this is a good or bad thing, it's based on your first impression of a person as well. Yeah, that's um, nice. much like you said, uh, you know, if a person has a specific title or an achievement yeah. or uh, you know some sort of background information that you have on them before even meeting them, that already lends credibility to them. Um, and it's even, let's say, I mean, looking at the workplace perspective, right. Job yep. interviews, right? Yep. When you show up to a job interview, you have to create the right first impression in order to give your, potentially, future employers some measure of credibility. That means addressing appropriately. That means doing your research on the company. That yep. means, you know, uh, presenting yourself in a, a calm manner or like a composed manner, or you know, and providing that uh, confidence as well. And so that, I think, is the first thing. And credibility can be built, I think. There are definitely yes, people definitely. who, you know your first impression of them maybe wasn't so great and then they like prove and this is where I think then history comes in, right? Because then you are building that person's credibility based on uh, essentially your confidence in them as it starts to grow depending on what you are expecting them to do. And here I would also like to uh, point out as well and I think this is an interesting part about trust as well. It's all about communication too, right? Mm -hmm. If you do not communicate what you are expecting the other person to be competent in or the thing that you the thing that you need from them to do that will make them more credible in your eyes you're never going to trust them right
0: yeah so it's about guarding a certain information that given to you Mm. for example um you know how last time when we have um secrets Mm-hmm. you know that's like hey you know what i want to tell you a secret right okay <laughs> okay so you cannot tell anybody okay mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah i think this also still happening right now okay? everyone has so, secrets yeah 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 but but the, the people that you choose to, to to share that piece of information it's it's, it's a very uh, it's a dependable on the credibility and also the relationship right mm. now as a person if i if i say that like what you said, setting the expectation, right? So before I before I tell you this piece of information, um, it's like, hey, Christine, I'm gonna tell you something, but this is very personal to me. So um, I hope you don't, you know, tell other people mm-hmm. about this before I even tell you what is it I'm gonna tell you about, right? Mm-hmm. Now, if you as a person, um, and and you were talking to another of your colleague or your friends, and you wanted to use this example um, to, to to relate. You know to mm-hmm. the conversation that you have your friend, will you? You know, mm-hmm. so if you use this piece of information without disclosing the identity of the person, mm-hmm. right? Are you now breaking the trust, right? Of the person, right? Who gave you that piece of information, mm-hmm.
1: and I think yeah. also uh, on the flip side of things as well, uh, in that hypothetical situation, if you were to share yeah. a piece of information with me, but you did not explicitly make it be known that it was supposed yes. to be a private matter but in your head you were like this is clearly supposed like it's the implication that it is a private matter right mm-hmm. then mm-hmm. i let's say hypothetically told someone else about it would that be also like breaking tr- so it's a very um again goes back to like communicating goes back to credibility goes back to that rela- that history and i think from there then it moves into that third factor of the relationship you build with a person yes. right because Based on the history that you have with a person and how credible they've been to you, that will affect your overall relationship with them, and yeah, and then as a result, that will affect the level of trust that you have in that person. Like it sounds very obvious, right? But you know, to break down what builds trust is really important to know how to build it with other people. I think it's really important.
0: Correct, and and it's it's not it's not really um to to have it's like a, it's it's not a checklist, right? Mm. If only you you build a relationship with the person or um, you should have uh, the, the credibility as well. Um, or you, you have spent a lot of time or communication. I mean, you don't need to have all these three to fully trust a person mm-hmm. because it's, it's very contextual. It's very situation based, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes you can't trust a person based on um, the credibility. Mm-hmm. For example, your boss <laughs> or an expert to, to deliver a program or, or to share your thought because, They are known for this. Yeah. So it's not
1: necessarily all necessary, but these are the different factors that can go into how much you trust a person.
0: Correct. That is absolutely correct. Brilliant. Well, it is time to
1: take a short break for some messages. But after that, I will continue my conversation with Vivian Poe, senior partner at Nicole and learning and engagement consultant for Leaderonomics, all about building trust. Do stay tuned to raise your game on BFM 89.9.
0: Be free-minded. BFM
1: 89.9. The business station. You're listening to Raise Your Game. I'm Christine Wong, and today I have Vivian Pohl, senior partner, and Nicole, and learning and engagement consultant for Learonomics, on the line with me. Today we are talking all about building trust. Before the break, we defined what trust is and talked a little bit about contextual trust, basically saying that you may not trust the same people with the same things. All the time, you will trust different people to do different things. uh, And that is what contextual trust is. Now, here I would like to talk a little bit um, and focus in on building trust in the workplace specifically. Uh, And so before we can talk about building trust in the workplace, I think we need to talk about why trust is important in the workplace first.
0: Yeah, Um, I think at the workplace, we are all working together as a team. And um, most of the time, we may be an individual contributor, but uh, most of the time, there are a lot of interdependent tasks or um, collaboration that has to happen at work, right? So the trust um, has to be built um, at workplaces, reason being because the first and and foremost is we need to build meaningful relationships with our colleagues, with our managers, and also our clients as well. Right, so that's, let's go back to the, the the three main things that build trust, which is a relationship. The second B is it encourages collaboration between teams and strengthen your teamwork. So imagine if you are always working alone and you and you don't trust your teammates, how are you going to work together, you know, to complete a task and and you know to to um, to, to chase a deadline because there are definitely is the interdependent task, right? Mm. So if you don't trust your teammate um, you know, to, to do their own job and you constantly go and budge your head into their in, into their work, then you are also not being productive, right? So you need to trust your colleagues and your teammates you know, that they could deliver, they would deliver um, their part, okay? And the third one is um, building trust at workplaces also enables you and your manager to help each other for your own development. Yeah. So if you trust your manager to be able to help you to achieve your personal goals, that will be more easier for um, both of you to understand how to work together towards it. And ultimately, as a team, you can count on each other to work towards the same business goals.
1: Okay. Yeah, I think that's that's, that's the ultimate thing. Let's look at that and take a look at building trust with each, I guess, segment of the workplace. So first of all, I think building meaningful relationships with your colleagues first, right? Building trust with your colleagues. As you mentioned, um, I mean, we've all been through this situation where uh, in school, we were given a group project. (laughs) Yeah. And when you're given a group project, everyone feels this dread in their heart, or at least I did when I was in school because (laughs) you are not sure if you can trust your groupmates to put in the equal amount of work so that the group project can succeed, Um, right? And this is, funnily enough, it's a very um, relatable thing that carries on into the workplace. You do have to collaborate with other people. You do have to work in a team. Very rarely are you going to join uh, a workforce and then you are the single person in your departments doing a single thing, right? Trusting your colleagues... Contributes directly to productivity as a whole. I think that is where a lot of delegation comes in. That's where a lot of communication comes in as well. Uh, if you do not trust your colleagues, this can also, I think, lead to a lot of burnout because yes, right? Because Definitely. the idea is that uh, in building trust of your colleagues. So if we go back to those uh, three uh, things that we talked about before: relationship, credibility, history of interaction. If your colleagues are not credible, you feel like you have to be credible yourself and you have to take on all these tasks yourself because, you know, you have this mindset of you're the only person who can do it. Right. When you do that, you put more tasks on your own plate. You don't necessarily communicate to your other colleagues that you might be struggling with your workload. And that leads to being less productive, to burnout, you know, all this stuff. And so it's interesting that although, you know, it's like, oh, yeah, of course you should trust your colleagues. But these are the consequences if that trust isn't there. Right. To to sort of spell that out. Then taking a look at your clients, and I think this is particularly interesting, especially for uh, our entrepreneurial community. Building trust for your clients is integral to your business surviving, right? If you, let's say, are a retail company and your products, for example, are, uh, you know, maybe something goes wrong in the production process. Maybe there is a defective line of your products that is out there and you just say nothing. Your Your customers will not trust you and therefore you will not, get returning customers, right? Uh, which again, it's a very simplified example, but that is so important, right? To build trust with your with your customers or to, you know, in let's say your case as a consultant, your clients rely on you to be able to provide yeah. these insights and to essentially lead them, uh, you know, in a positive uh, and productive way as well. And so that, you know, again, let's say hypothetically, you know, if uh, a consultant is, you know, not available to communicate or brushes off uh, their clients' issues as like, ah, this is not even a problem, you know, then, you know, how are you going to actually help your clients achieve the results that they need, right? So that's another thing. And then let's talk about the managerial aspect. And I think this is one of the biggest things right now that we have a problem with, especially here in Malaysia. One of the things that leaders here struggle with a lot is our power distance is it's so intense and huge here in Malaysia. Uh, a lot of managers, it seems, do not trust their employees uh, to do much, it, it looks like, right? Um, a lot of people still have this very command and control style of leadership where, you know, instead of uh, allowing their employees to have ownership of what they do and trusting them, I mean, we've seen this throughout the pandemic, trusting them to be able to do things without ha- being watched or micromanaged all the time. Um, you know, this is something that... Uh, you know, sometimes in some organizations, isn't communicated and leads to a lot of people leaving the organization because it's very difficult to be productive or to be motivated when no one trusts you and your manager doesn't trust you, right?
0: Yes, that's 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 absolutely correct, um, especially in the organization. But during the pandemic, because the business goals were always uh, how to survive, how to survive. You know, I cannot afford to have people don't know how to do this or how to do that. Mm. So I I guess, um, it is also based on the situation where, where, where they were at. Um, and actually I don't blame them because when you are in a survival mode, you can't really have, you can't, you can't really afford to have a team to, to, to not produce, you know, you can't afford to have, um, to invest more time to, to, to make them learn or to teach them. Because at that point it's like, show up, turn up, let's go. We got to, we, we got to achieve this number. We got to find ways to, to, to bounce back because we are going down the business is going down. But when we are looking at the current situation now, we are better. We, we, we kind of like bounce back from the whole pandemic. And, and now we are back to the workforce. We are now focusing on how can we move forward as a team now the the, the the managerial or leadership style has to change you know so this is where uh, the, the leaders has to be more relaxed a little bit like just to try to trust your team that they would deliver because you hire them because their ability right mm. so you, you don't hire them because you know they have been there for, for, for some time and, and you, you, you trust them for certain things for their expertise and for, for their um, you know, ability to deliver something. So you need to have that trust in them and empower them and encourage them to come up from that, you know? In a funny yeah. way, your team
1: cannot prove their credibility if you don't let them, right? Right. Exactly. Mm. Correct. So yes. I think at this point to round off uh, today's conversation, let's talk about how to build trust, right? Because, you know, it is something difficult, especially in moments where, you know, you have had, uh, your trust broken by someone, right? I mean, say, for example, you have a, a new employee and they're not getting things right and they're not proving that they're credible and you don't know a lot about them. And, you know, and, and that's very difficult to um, necessarily have that trust in that person to carry out these tasks, right? Mm-hmm. So how do you actually start to build trust uh, in general and also like in an organization? Okay.
0: Um, I know when, when I mean, there are a lot of quotes out there, you know, people say like, once you broke, and your trust and you should I mean you can't mend that anymore which I don't
1: think is Was true that, I think it's exactly. difficult
0: I think it's very difficult it's difficult but I don't think it's impossible exactly so I truly believe that you can I mean these people de- deserve a second chance right everyone make mistake you cannot you, c- you cannot uh, penalize the person for that one mistake you know for whatever reason it is we are all human we all make mistakes so I think Given giving trust to that person um, is, is, is something that we should do. Of course we don't really give like hundred percent okay, I trust you again. Mm. No, you I'm gotta build it. That. Yes, you gotta build it, right? But there are a few things that you can do to do that. And it what I mean is I don't I, I, I don't mean to give this little tips for you to to, to gain um, other people trust for your personal agenda. What I'm saying is um, trust is something or, or trust for me is the is highest privilege you can give a person and receive from a person mm-hmm. and um, the trust is actually what brings us together and mm-hmm. what makes this world a better place right and most of all it tells a lot of you as a person right so I would really want you guys to just just think about it like uh, personally for me there are three main to build trust. The first one is we have to be very genuine. yeah So pretending to be someone you are not is really exhausting. Mm-hmm. okay? So we all have our own stories. Huh? We, have our, we have our past, the good and the bad, and they shape us the person who we are right now. So what it is to move forward is to be really honest to each other, to be kind to um, you know ourselves and also other people. And this is how you build a meaningful relationship with each other and allow others to know you as a person too. Mm -hmm. So I guess being genuine is is really, really important as the first um, pillar. And second one is be accountable, right? At workplace, you need to learn how to own your space, yeah? You are responsible to your tasks. You're responsible to your own growth. You're responsible to your choice and most of all, you should own your own mistakes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this is how you can also build credibility over time because, you know, you are seen as someone who are accountable and own your own space, own your choices and you actually admit your own mistakes and mm-hmm. learn from it, right? Yeah. So that's that's the second important thing, um, um, and the third one is being consistent, right? So this is what I mean by say what you mean and do what you say. So if you don't agree with your boss, for example, right, you just don't say yeah, yeah, I agree with you, <laughs> and then at the back, you know, you 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 are not happy, you don't agree with with your boss, and then if whatever happens, that like, yeah that's that's bosses mm. um you know like that's I mean, position. on the flip side of things if you are a boss and you
1: ask your uh, your team for their advice or their uh, ideas and yeah. then you know you carry that out and then you immediately and let's say it goes wrong you blame them you know that's yeah. also the, the flip side of things you cannot yeah. say like oh i trust you guys to contribute to the conversation and then mm-hmm. turn that on them as well
0: so this is back to the the second one, which is being accountable, yeah. right? So when you, as a boss, you decided to go this way, you have to be accountable to the results. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can't blame others. The yeah. same as go to 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 us as employees, right? Mm-hmm. Everything that we do, we have to be accountable. Um, and, and going back to the last one, being consistent also, um we always work on deadlines, right? If you set a deadlines um, for tasks, task, you have to make sure you deliver that. And mm-hmm. that also building um, the, 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 the credibility of mm-hmm. yourself, you know, and, and also um, that building the history of working with other people. So when people know that, okay, you are very on time mm-hmm. and, you know, they are more comfortable, you know, giving you that trust that you would deliver on time. Exactly. Yeah? And, and and that's that's how, you know, as a team you work. You know, we, we, we work on timeline, we, we need to um, focus on the deliverables and we all have to work in a team and without the trust that you built within the team, this gonna collapse. You yeah, know absolutely. everything's gonna
1: go wrong. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, that brings us to the end of our conversation, but thank you so much to Vivian for sharing uh all building trust team. today. Yes, Thank you. I had a fun. I have fun talking (laughs) to you about this. Oh, fantastic. (laughs) I'm so happy to hear that. Uh, You've been listening to Raise Your Game with me, Christine Wong. I've been speaking to Vivian Poe, senior partner at Nicole and Learning and Engagement Consultant for Leaderonomics all about building trust today. If you've missed any of today's conversation, you can go ahead and find it again. It's on our app, which is on the Apple App Store and Google Play. And it's also on our website at bfm.my. This is BFM 89.9.